You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 134. It's about time, Scott. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, a wealth advisor, a Dave Ramsey smart vester pro, and it is great to be with you today. And today's episode is the number one reason you won't reach your goal this year. Now, before we get to the topic of the day, just wanted to spend a couple of minutes and say it has been a while. Yes, it has. And I'm telling you right now, I missed each and every one of you so much. Many of you have reached out and said, Scott, where in the heck are you? It's been weeks and there hasn't been a new podcast released. So I just, first of all, want to say I'm sorry. There's no excuse for not spending time with you guys, but I've been embarking on a journey really all year long. Whenever I found a Spare minutes here and there, completely redoing the Best in Wealth website. And if you want to give it a quick look, go to bestinwealth.com. But on top of that, and bigger than that, I've been changing podcast hosts, which just means where where all of these episodes are housed because they're not actually housed on the website. And all of this techie stuff, I'm not good at. And this seemed to be the very difficult and sticky part. And so I've been waiting for people to do work for me. And at the same time, my old host, I wasn't able to use anymore. It's really, really been crazy. And I can't blame everyone else too, because I have been extremely busy with my day job. You know, I am a certified financial planner during the day, and so that has taken up a lot of my time, so I I haven't been able to dig in when the ball has been in my court. And I need to be perfectly honest with you. Today is January 3rd, and I'm recording this episode. I can't even be positive that I'm going to be able to post this episode. But if I do post, there's a good chance you're going to see new cover art at the iTunes podcast or wherever you listen to Best in Wealth. But I, again, I can't really be positive any of this is actually going to work or when it's going to work. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. The number one reason you will not reach your goal this year. Well, we're going to unpack that to make sure you do reach your goal this year. And you know, I could be talking about the market. We know we've had a great, great 2019. 
And I'm still getting all the charts and graphs ready so then next week I can do a full 2019 market review. And I know what you're saying. Scott, it's been almost two months since you you got this podcast going. What makes you think you're going to get one done next week as well? Well, hang with me. That's the goal anyway. Let's, let's see if I can reach my goal just like I want to help you reach yours. So the number one reason people fail to reach their goal is they don't write it down. But it's not that simple. It's not that simple because we need to make sure that we're writing down the right thing. So I'm going to go through a process with you so you can be sure and hit your 2020 goals. So the number one reason people don't write it down, it's a lack of visibility, when you don't have a structure for your goal. And if we don't have good visibility, we start to get discouraged. We even forget what our goals are. But it's not just about writing it down. We need a blueprint on how to succeed when setting goals so that we can achieve everything we want to in our lives. And we don't reach our goals because we don't have a system. And I don't want to be the person and I don't want you to be the person that says, I didn't make any goals this year because I don't, because they don't work. Resolutions don't work. Well, that's a reflection on ourselves when we say that. So before I get into these, these action steps for you on clearly how to write this down, Let's make sure we don't have too many goals. Research shows that having two to three per quarter is fine, but no more than seven to 10 per year. Otherwise, it's just too much to keep track of. And let's make sure we don't have all these in the same domains, meaning let's make sure they're not all work-related, for example, or all physical-related. Let's make sure we have goals in each of our cornerstones, our spirituality, our emotional health, our financial, our physical health, our family, parental goals. Let's make sure that we're covering many domains, many cornerstones as we're setting goals. And what I learned this week is there's actually two kinds of goals. There are achievement goals. These are the goals we always think about. Achievement goals are things like paying off your credit card or setting a personal best in a half marathon or maybe finishing, finish writing your first book. How cool would that be? Those are achievement goals. The other kind of goal, the kind of goal that I think is going to change our life. As a family steward, we want to develop what are called habit goals. This is regular, ongoing activity. There's no firm deadline to a habit goal. There is one in an an achievement goal. When you pay off your credit card, that goal is done. It's checked off the box. It's finished. A habit goal is trying to maintain a practice for the rest of your life. For example, pray every day or have a monthly date night with your spouse. Or like I'm going to use for an example, since this is a financial podcast, tracking your spending plan. 
Because I'm getting sick and tired of people telling me that they have a budget or they have a spending plan. And I believe that they do. But a spending plan or a budget is not going to help you one single bit if you're not tracking your spending plan. It's great to have a monthly budget. It's great to have a yearly budget. But looking at it after the month or after the year is a reactive thing to do. Being proactive is tracking those expenses every day. And I don't care if you have debt or you have $20 million in no debt, a spending plan is still a great practice. So what are these steps for achievement goals or habit goals? And how on earth are we going to actually achieve them? Well, the number one thing we're going to do is we're going to write the goal down, okay? And we're going to use the SMART framework. I know I've talked about this before in a different podcast, but we're going to review it very quickly. And then I'm going to show you how the differences are in a habit goal versus an achievement goal. Number one, we want to make the goal specific. So when I say a SMART goal, I just mean I'm going to give you five words. And the first letter in each word will spell out the word SMART. So the first word is specific. So if you're looking to to be a better photographer... That's not a goal. A bad example is, I want to be a better photographer. A specific goal is, I'm going to take such and such class, online class or at a university, a photography class. So then you will be a better photographer. Number two, need to be measurable. Maybe a dollar figure. I'm going to earn $20,000 more this year than I did last year. See, is it has to be action-oriented. There needs to be some action steps to take. Next, need to be reachable. Some people replace reachable with risky. And what the point is, is we want to be able to stretch ourselves, but at the same time, we want to be realistic. So just saying, I want to make $200,000 more this year than I did last year, yet you only make $50,000 right now, it's probably not going to happen. In the last word or representation of SMART, uh, the T is time. When are you going to achieve this goal by? When are you going to pay off those credit cards? And this is where a habit goal is different. There is no end. What we're trying to do is get this habit on autopilot. And the best research that I could find says that it takes 66 days to instill a daily habit. So at Best in Wealth, we're family stewards, we're overachievers, we're going we're gonna to keep going for four more days. I say 70 days. So if we're going to instill a habit, we need to make sure we're doing it for 70 days or 70 times in order to instill this habit. An example of a smart habit goal is to track your spending every day or walking 30 minutes a day. But if I'm going to use the smart framework, here's how you would write out your goal. Here's how you would write out your habit goal. 
track spending plan every day at 7 a.m. starting February 1st and complete a 70-day streak. That's specific, it's measurable, it's actionable, it's reachable. And the timestamp here is 70 days, tracking it every day for 70 days. Let me say that to you again. Track spending plan every day at 7 a.m. starting February 1st and complete a 70-day streak. Something very similar if you're looking to get into a habit of walking every day. Walk for 30 minutes per day, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. starting on January 5th and complete a 70-day streak. You know, I love the habit goal better than anything else because it keeps us going. It turns into something that's a lifestyle. If you know me, I'm on a Jan 1 plan every single year. And a lot of times there's pounds attached to it. I want to lose 15 pounds. And you know what? Most years I do. But here's my problem. Once I lose those 15 pounds, I don't have any more motivation. I don't have motivation to maintain. I don't have motivation to lose more because I had a goal of losing 15 pounds and I hit it. But what if instead of this this lose 15 pounds thing, this achievable goal, that's what that is, is an achievable goal. What if my goal instead was to go to the gym five days per week or track my calories every day? Now I'm building a habit. I'm done getting on the scale. I don't care if I lost 10 or 20. I'm developing a lifestyle habit of going to the gym or working out X times a week and tracking calories or eating healthy or whatever it is that fits inside of the SMART framework. Habit goals. I love habit goals. But this isn't the end of the podcast. Your steps in making sure you achieve your goals in 2020. Number one is to write down your goal. We just went through all of that and I gave specific examples. But there are four more steps. The second step is to write down three key motivations for doing this. Why do you have this goal to begin with? What is going to drive you? What are the motivations? Why did you even come up with it? Well, if you're going to track your spending every day, maybe you're going to come up with more money within your spending plan that you're going to be able to save. Maybe the motivation is you want to retire before the age of 65. Or maybe you have high blood pressure and you want to lower your your blood pressure. That's a great reason or motivation for having the goal in the first place so for each goal that you have and maybe it's just going to be one this year I'm okay if it's just one but write down some motivations of why you're doing this that's number two number three is I want you to write down your very next steps you will do to start this goal If it's a physical activity goal and you don't belong to a gym, well, maybe getting a gym membership is one of the steps. If you're going to track your spending every day, but you don't have a good way to track it, maybe you want to buy something like Quicken or subscribe to Mint or use what I use, which is the Dave Ramsey Every Dollar app. You can look all this stuff up. Maybe a next step 
if you're going to track spending every day, is to get that spending plan in place, at least for the first month. You can't track something if you don't have the spending plan to begin with. I want You don't have to write down every step that you're going to take. I just want the first few to really get you going on this goal. All right. Step four is I want you to write down your reward after you complete this goal. This will provide motivation to keep going because we want these goals to be reachable, but we want to reach for the sky so it's not going to be easy. And step four, which is writing down your reward, is only a way that's going to keep providing motivation for you to achieve that goal. And for for us, the rewards are going to be different. It might be an experience. Maybe you've always wanted to go skydiving. Maybe you want to throw a party after you pay off all your credit cards. Maybe you want to go to a concert. I don't know. Write down a reward for you that's going to provide motivation. So as a review, we're going to write down our goal. We're going to write down three key, key motivations for doing this. We're going to write down our very next steps. We're going to write down our reward. And finally, if you're doing a habit goal, we need a streak tracker. And as a little backstory, the reason I found out about habit goals is, I don't know if any of you listen to the Michael Hyatt podcast or if he's still doing a podcast I think he is but he's got his own journals that he sells they're pretty expensive Um, but I did get one for my partner and I and that's where I started to learn more about the habit goal and within the habit goal listed inside of this journal is a streak tracker and what a streak tracker is are just little boxes. So month one, there's one through 31, just little box, month two and month three, each having 31 boxes. Why? Because if we're trying to build a habit, we want to be able to check off each day that we kept our streak alive. So every day that I track my spending, I'm going to go to my streak tracker and I'm going to check the box that I did it that day. Now you're looking at the progress that you're making, turning in a goal into a habit. I mean, how else will you know? And the other thing it helps is it provides you to look at this sheet of paper Every single day, looking at your goal every day, looking at your motivation, looking at your next steps, looking at your reward, and then tracking your streak. If we can do this, friends, we can tackle our 2020 goals and we can tackle anything. All right, what? are your goals did you make any goals did you write down any goals in 2020 and if so are you following a system like i laid out in this podcast do you not have a goal yet because guess what it's not too late the year just got started and really you can start a goal any time of the year because it is time right now start with just one 
goal and follow the steps that I laid out in order to achieve the goal because it will start to be contagious and you'll want to take control of your life. I know I want to take control of my life. And one of my goals is consistency in this podcast. I want to make sure that I am doing 24 episodes at least this year. That's one every other Friday. I know that I can do it. I am committed. I'm going to look at my SMART goal each and every day. But I want you to be committed too. I want you to be committed to listening to this podcast. And the other thing I want you to do is one favor for me, just one. Go to the Apple iTunes podcast app and write Best in Wealth a review. I would appreciate it so much. That will allow more listeners to discover Best in Wealth and listen to the show so they can become better family stewards, so they can learn how to build goals and crush 2020 and crush the next 10 years. Be part of this movement that we are taking family stewardship to the next level in our investing and in our family and in our spirituality and in our health, both spiritual health, physical health, and mental health. I hope you all have a fantastic week and I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.